Movies by Minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time. That's no jive. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Best settled up now, kids, because here we go. Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed Western Silverado. One minute of screen time per episode. I'm your host today, Dave Palace from Five Minutes of Mystery and Groundhog Minute. And I'm his co-host, Tabitha Carlisle, longtime guest of Movies by Minutes podcast. Hi, Dave. Hey, Tab. Thank you for uh, being on with me. So, yeah, Jim has put us up to this. So today's episode is going to be Minute 121. And uh, give a little brief summary of what's going on in this minute for the listener. Uh, in this one, uh, Danny Glover's uh, mouth. I get the names right. Let me make sure that. Yes, he is. Okay, good. Here we go. Yeah. Malachi, yeah, Mal Johnson. So he is, uh, he is, he's found his sister, Jeff Goldblum, who's a bad guy in this movie. He's not a nice guy. He's dun, a bad dun, dun. guy. Dun, dun, dun. He's thinking of, uh, back shooting and backstabbing our good Mal. And, uh, Mal's having none of that. He's going to try and, he's going to rescue his sister. So, all right. Since we're starting our week here of, uh, running the show, I guess I want to start with you, Tab, because I have not seen this movie until I was, uh, asked to work on this project. And you sound like you knew more about it than I did. So that's why I want to ask your history with it. Uh, I used to watch this all the time when mm. I was growing up. And uh, my dad was a big fan of Western. So we watched a lot of Western movies. And um, this was one we watched a lot. And I hadn't seen it in probably 20 years. It's been a really long time until they were doing this podcast. And so I was really excited to go back and watch it again. And um, yeah, it has a lot of nostalgia feels for me and i kind of forgot how many um well-known people are in this movie yeah this is uh this is probably the i'm not saying probably the first roles but probably the first big roles for uh costner and and danny glover um was it was when's color purple is that 86 i was 85 so i'm trying to think because obviously like i know him leave the weapon that's like 88 87 Mm -hmm. so and then and then yeah like kevin costner like is this his first Western? Because Kevin Costner's been—I mean, God, I'm sure a hundred hosts have said this this season. But like Kevin Costner is like you know the man that does love his westerns, right? So this might be his first, and he's just playing because he's because he's God. He's so baby faced young in this. He is. He is very young. And he's fun. He's one of my favorite characters in this movie. Yeah. I think because he's just fun and crazy. Yeah, this is is it, at, at times. I think with his character, it almost feels like this could run as a Saturday morning cartoon. There are scenes where it does. It feels like the Western where everything's burning down and stuff. But in in other scenes, it feels like you could almost play this in front of children and they would be like laughing along with it. Yeah, I think so. Because for PG-13, I definitely think like other than some language in, yeah, some, some violent scenes we're having coming up, it does kind of almost scale closer to PG. Like this can, this is... You don't have to edit much to put this on, like, TBS in the afternoon. No, I agree. I, I don't even think there's much for language in this movie. It's mostly just gun the gun violence. Yeah. Hidden figures. <laughs> oh, like... No, 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 don't do that one. Don't do that one, actually. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hidden. Hidden figures? Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot it was the movie about the Skip Black Skip that program. one. <laughs> oh, wow. Do not do that one. I mean, that's such a good pun, though. 
<laughs> that's not, and that's literally the plot of the movie. <laughs> that's like the plot of the fucking movie. Don't do it, Nick. I'm not gonna do it. You're the one that fucking said it. I'm complimenting <laughs> yeah. your joke that you implied. That would put it up there for the rating. But um, yeah. Overall, with this movie, I got nothing really against it, but like. The movie didn't like, I don't know, maybe because like I don't watch a lot of Westerns and a lot of the Westerns I have watched, they're like the ones where it's like the depressing radar ones were like Unforgiven or it's True Grit or it's like Bone Tomahawk or it's like it's, you know, someone they wanted to go out and make something of themselves and everything goes to hell and everyone comes out bloody and half the person they used to be. So watching this, I was kind of like, all right, this is OK, but not as like crazy it's very it's very toned i honestly think like i think though i'm glad we have this man here um i think i think danny glover is my favorite character of the movie and maybe it's because it's mm-hmm. a, it's biased because of lethal weapon i'm like that the man can do action um because kevin klein and kevin costner they're not my favorites scott glenn not too bad i mean i love him because like i thought he had a great reinvention of himself in daredevil tv show as, as sticks but i i do actually thought it was a great opening i will say that much i'm sure the host talked about this weeks ago but that in, intro of him kind of like t- you know waking up to like a bunch of guys all around to kill him and he's got to shoot them through the wall i did i do think that's a great opening of like the stakes yeah that like these someone's after me you know i thought that was great yeah so uh, i want to i want to read uh, so jeff goldman was calvin slick stanhope here yeah stop talking okay slick um so he got so i got a little confused with the plot here but it's like he got himself in bed with Cobb, who is our bad guy sheriff which is is that the same that's the same actor from uh from rambo i think he played the sheriff in rambo um Del- yeah Del- brian yeah brian dennehy dennehy that's how you say it. Dennehy, yeah, yeah. So, i mostly know him from tommy boy but go ahead <laughs> oh my goodness yeah 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 no just him playing like bad guy sheriff is like yeah it's right up this guy's alley um but him yeah i was like him paired up with slick it's like you know slick is a gambler i'm like i wouldn't i wouldn't trust him like i really wouldn't trust him either you know if to leave him with the saloon i wouldn't trust him with my money uh and obviously dan glover was like i ain't trusting you with my sister you're nothing but a scum. Right. Right. And I don't know why, because Danny Glover's character, Mel, like, I don't know when he walks into the room, I don't understand why he would set his rifle down because he knows that Slick set him up to go mm-hmm. behind the church and get, you know, get caught. And so I'm not sure why he'd even bother setting his gun down unless he was just so confident in his close quarters, hand to hand combat if Slick tried to do anything. But, um, I'm surprised when he puts his gun down instead of I, just yeah shooting slick right there. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't think he, anyone in the audience uh, wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have batted an eye of like, yeah, Dan Glover just turned a corner in his mail, bam, blast slick, he's dead. And we've been like, yeah, that's good, that's good. I, I think that Mal, the look he's giving him as he turns the corner, he's not surprised slick's alive. Slick is clearly surprised Mal's alive. But yeah, yeah he's not surprised he's here. He knows, he knows what he did to him. And I think he's kind of giving him like, I want you to confess. I want you to be a man and confess to me. And if you want to, if you want to fight me, come at me right now. Like I'm going to put my gun down and he does it. And he's like, all right, I know as soon as I turn my back on him, he's going to try to do something to me and I'm going to have to put him. Down. I think it's, that's, that's how I see Danny Glover's Mal looking at him with like absolute, like you're a scum sucking slug and I'm giving you one chance to be a man and apologize maybe say like let me leave town mal i'll you'll never see my face again 
anything. And I think Mal would have been like, all right, fine, get out of here. But he's like, yeah. you're not going to say, you're not going to really slick. We're going to play this game more. All right, fine. Do something. Do do something. See what happens. And, and, and I'm like, that Derringer ain't going to do crap on Mal. Mal's been through so, so much worse. That little 22 Derringer wouldn't have not, you know, it's, I'm scared it's going to shoot his sister, of course, and, and, the, gun, right. and, the, and, the, and the melee. But, like, I was like, nah, man, like, you got to put that to, like, someone's head to really, like, hurt. Like, that that gun's not going to do anything. Diggler is going to put you down so hard. And uh, I know we're kind of running through the minute because it's really it's just, it's just these two guys you know, doing a standoff. But the knife what did. Yeah. What? Yeah. What do you think? Um, so while we're on that gun, yeah. those yeah. sleeve guns, those sleeve guns are pretty cool. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. um, I don't know that. I don't think that they have those in real life, but in the movies, they're cool. However, the mechanism that they're on, that they always pull it out. And I, I don't know. I think those are well, those are pretty neat. I think I think we're, this 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 little trick Derringer is definitely based on okay um the show I don't know if you remember this but Bill Carradine and then I think eventually David Carradine did was the Wild West Tech Show on History Channel and it was kind of like they talked about the little ingenuities and inventions and little funny science things that happened during the West okay. Uh, and I do believe they talked about the myth about the gambler's um, secret card up his sleeve trick and how they would use kind of like a, um, yeah, either kind of like a string or kind of like a uh, like a spring suspension. They could kind of push using their elbow into their like body that they would kind of push the spring up and they could kind of grab it and then slowly just try to finger that card into their hand as if they always had it. The ace up the sleeve yeah. trope. So I, I think definitely Mao is expecting something literally up his sleeve. So like, I'm not surprised that he grabbed that sleeve. And as soon as he heard probably that little click, he was like, all right. Like he didn't know it was going to be a knife. He didn't know it was going to be a gun. Uh, but he was like, I'm I expected it. Like, I'm not even surprised. Like, like I, I know I know you're going to try something on me. Yep. Yep, definitely. And... I mean, yeah, that that Derringer is perfect for a, like the gambler that uh, you know gets himself in too deep, and now he's got to back up, and he's got this gun. He's got like maybe one, maybe two at most shots in this thing, uh, and it's only gonna hit guys, you know, no no farther than four feet, like as much as a card table would be at. It's enough for you to like grab your chips and like back out slowly. Then by that point, you got to get to your horse and you got to get out of dodge. Those the bullets in those things must be so small. Yes, I, wonder... uh, I don't know the whole dimensional difference between like uh, what we're. I think so. I think the average revolver we use. We're, let's use let's use M, uh, Emmett's gun, which is a single action army revolver. That's one of like the most known uh, used uh, pistols at the time. Those fired anywhere between point three eight to uh, forty five point four five. Okay. okay. Just, 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 I'm just using numbers. I know you don't, you have right. no, 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 but so yep. 0.38 to 0.45, those are the different types of guns they had. That's the size of the bullet. This is 0.22. So oh, wow. you're looking at something that's like two, yeah, two thirds to like half the size of like your average walking around town six shooter gun. Yeah. And yeah. You'd have to get pretty precise to kill somebody with that. Otherwise you're just wounding someone, like you said, yeah. to get away quick. Yeah. Yeah. 20 yeah the type of bullets this thing fires actually i can look even more like the, if i usually think derringer is usually 22s but i think let's see if they mention because i'm right now i'm using which is a fun use for uh for our podcast is the um internet movie firearms database and i want to see if they mention 
the Remington, they believe it's the 1866 Derringer used by Slick Calvin Stanhope. They say it's point, let's see, point four one RF caliber. I mean, that that's still, it's, yeah, it's not going to be, uh, really, yeah, it's not going to be enough until you're probably pointing at point blank to someone's, yeah, head right, right. But, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm watching the scenes that, that took place right before this, and it's just like, yeah, him, um, just him threatening his, his sister with a gun and just like just being an absolute absolute sleazeball it's 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 i i i'm glad he gets what's coming to him so when yes. does mal when did mal actually get a hold of that knife that's what we're trying to figure out because it's in the scuffle in, in the jail he oh, because really? yeah his sister had taken it out of um slick's uh boot okay um when mal was in the jail she had just they were sitting at the poker table and she was uh, just touching his leg and then she pulled the knife out and then she used it to go um and free mal from jail she killed a guard with it and then oh, wow. mal yeah. killed mal killed another guard with it like <laughs> ruin yeah. and kill him so he must have kept he had to have still had it from them because when I was looking at it too, I was like, when did he grab that? And I was like, ah, he still had that from the jail and Slick just didn't realize that it was still gone. Yeah. So Mal had hung on to it. I, I, I definitely think now that Mal the whole time was like, I'm going to stick Slick with this. Like, yeah, like, you're right. <laughs> that's why I think when you're like, well, why are you just trying to corner blast him with the Winchester? It's like, no, no, no. He's like, I'm going to do you in with your own knife. Like that's yeah. what you deserve for putting uh, my family through all this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Touch my sister. You get killed with your own knife. You get, you get stuck. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is, is curly hair. It's so funny. Like we see trailers for like, you know, the Jeff Goldblum, uh, you know, discovers everything that kind of that show he's on. Right. And it's so funny how, you know, in his older age, we all look at him as this fun guy. It's like he played in his early days. He played this and uh, he was he was a rapist in uh, Death Wish, the original Death Wish. So it's like. This is his first time that he, like, ruined a man's life. Because he's, like, <laughs> one of the reasons why, like, Charlie Bronson went around shooting people in Death Witch was because J Wiley Jeff Goldblum had to torture the guy's family. So he started rough. Before, started, before started as a sleazeball. Real sleazeball. Before, yeah, before he became the Jeff Goldblum we all know and love. He Yeah, he was a real, <laughs> real scum guy. But, um... That's yeah. That so that's really it for them. And I don't want to go too far out. I'm I'm kind of now I'm warming back up to Silverado. I haven't really thought about it this week until we started talking. So I'm really excited to kind of like all right, get back in. We have. I mean, I'll give Jim credit. He gave me the action scenes. He must have known. Ah, oh, dude, it doesn't that big Western guy. Let's give him the action scenes. <laughs> so he'll stay away. Yeah, we did kind of get like the culmination of everything. You know, everyone's. Yeah, so I'm meeting up with their villains this week. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I can't, I can't be that made a Jeff. I can be like, I don't really know what this movie's, you know, I don't know Western, but I get to watch Jeff Goldberg get stabbed with his no knife. So I'll take that. Um, as as we, yeah, as we're winding down now, um, Jim wanted us to tell you, uh, for the listeners that uh, if you have any more uh, questions or interest, you can always go to the Midnight Star, which is the Silverado Minute Listeners Saloon on Facebook. Uh, you can reach them him at uh, on Twitter at Silverado MXM, and listeners can find the Silverado podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and the main site SilveradoMinute.com. I mean, if you already are listening to this at this point, I I think you're smart enough to know that you've already <laughs> you've already been to one of those sites. So congratulations, listeners. Yeah, if you're stumbling in now, go back and listen to the whole movie. <laughs> 
list, just, 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 a, just a random person or at work, they click, just, I don't know, random podcast of the billions of podcasts. They hit Silver on a minute, they hit our minute. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, so, so yeah, so stay with us this week, and uh, we hope you join us next time on the Silverado Minute. Yeehaw!